0: Everybody. welcome to the Mayfair podcast. I'm Andrew. Hey, everybody,
1: welcome to the Mayfair podcast. <laughs> <Part>. I'm Andrew. Look <laughs> like drunk. No, sorry. Do <laughs> we?
2: No, that's good enough. That's hey, fine. That's good enough. We have music. This is Josh. Well, there is music. We just can't hear it. Right, We put on like the little... Oh, you do a jingle? I've never yeah. listened to this show. No. I put on... What I do is I put on like our little... The same like coming soon jingle. The grindhouse jingle. Yeah. And I put that at the beginning and the end. Yeah. And then I'll put in... If we talk about something off topic, which we do all the time... I'll put in a little trailer for Bad News Bears. Or oh, is it? really? Old trailers are better because old trailers have someone going, Bad News Bears. New trailers I tried to put on for Rogue One a few episodes ago. You right. can't because it was just explosions <sighs> and, yeah. What about radio spots? I don't, they don't do many radio, radio, radio spots, spots Yeah, Back to the Future, stuff like that. The yeah. room trailer's
0: pretty good because yeah. it, there has there's somebody narrating
1: it. The room trailer. Who's that person narrating? Is that Tommy Wiseau?
0: No, it's just a regular. It's,
1: it's just like a nar- guy, the narrator the guy. If right. someone renting the Mayfair Theater, it looks like Tommy Wiseau. Oh yeah, is he undercover? Well, it's crazy. I don't know. I don't want to say too much about him. I Don't feel <laughs> like I'm making fun of anyone, but he came last night and he's got his accent and he's got his hair. Yeah, and he's got his face. Does he it's... have the the chain on on the pants? Uh, no, no, I don't. I, well, I didn't look at his midriff. It's crazy. <laughs> it's a little ridiculous how much this guy you'll know
2: when you see him you're yeah. like oh my god well r- remember remember that trailer you were talking about the movie that the guy from Different World was in and it was like a buddy cop movie and it oh was a- drive. drive so I found the trailer for that Oh, so that's on a podcast a couple oh, really? episodes ago cool. but because it works because it says coming soon Drive why didn't we talk about that I just watched
1: that with Max Max and I when we get Lego my son but- we're talking about the Mark DeCascos
2: drive <laughs> right? yes
0: Mark the cast Not the Ryan name.
1: Gosling one. Right. No. That's drive. No, not
0: drive.
2: Yeah. Drive. drive. <laughs> oh, you know why? I it's not drive, it's drive. It's all coming back to me. We were talking about Power Rangers because we yes, were screening yes, Power Rangers. Yeah, that guy did drive and worked on Power Rangers. Yeah. The yeah. six degrees of separation <laughs> yeah. of this horrible movie.
1: You know what? It, you want to know one degree separation between Star Wars and Ottawa? Yes. I went to the Star Wars celebration. I won't yeah. talk about this long because Andrew
2: looks at me like, no, <laughs> no, no. I, no, no. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I no, said because he's got good stories. I said the whole episode is to sit here and listen to you talking about hanging out with Warwick Davis. That's Warwick all I and, and his
1: wife? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You cute. should edit
2: in. Uh, put them in my cargo You should edit in the clip of
0: Forrest Whitaker talking about you, referencing it. it. That's yeah. right.
3: That's right. You can now. Forrest Keena Thompson portrayed your saw on SNL, and we've seen some really awesome
1: cosplayers. Do you have any advice for them on how to perfect the saw voice? Because I've been trying and I can't get it.
3: Uh, I, mean, so that's, I mean, you know what? Yesterday I, I met this this man who introduced me to his son, and he said, "My son does this perfect impersonation of." Sagre, and he like did it, and he was he says uh, what he said. The little boy said, uh, "If if you continue to fight, what will you become?" You know, and I was like, "Oh, that's perfect." <laughs> Back to the show. Back to the show. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah. So there, here's Ottawa's connection to Star Wars, which I didn't know about, which I thought was, I, I guess I should tell this part last. But we met uh, my son and I went all four days, and my wife and daughter only came in one day. Uh, so since my son and I were there for four days, we got to meet. Everyone from the cast of Rebels, the Star Wars Rebels. I okay. would, honestly, I tell people this: if there was no Rogue One, if there was no Force Awakens, if there was no trilogy, the prequels, I would still love Star Wars based on Rebels. Like Rebels is super fantastic. I need more addiction. I, been, very, I feel it's not like Donald Trump. But very yeah, I was just going to say. Trump-y. <laughs> so we met. We you know we met all the all the cast, including Ashley Eckstein, who wasn't scheduled to even be there. And she was a darling. She was probably actually Eckstein, who plays the voice of Ahsoka, who was probably the most beloved person that that could be yeah. in the whole time. But we met uh, Vanessa, Vanessa Marshall, who plays the voice of Harris Dula, who's the pilot of the Ghost. She's also in Guardians of the Galaxy, the cartoon. She's also the voice of Wonder Woman. Is she, she the
2: um, Mandalorian armor one? No, no. that's Sabine. That's uh, like my wife. Yeah, sorry, her. She, she's the Twi'lek. Uh, okay, Twi'lek yeah. With yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: she looks like Jabba's slave with pants. On. Right, right. And she's freaking gorgeous. She's a beautiful woman. And I told her, "It's so like you should be in front of the camera, not someone just you know. Hey, your voice is lovely, but you need to get in front of the camera. Look how good you look. Like she she dressed the best. She, uh, every time every time I saw her, I I just uh, I stopped in my tracks. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Vanessa Marshall, we met her, and I, I like introducing these people to my son, because my son will sit there. Yeah. <laughs> and he won't know. He doesn't know how to talk to adults. So I was like, Vanessa, this is my son, Max. And then we'll have a little conversation. And, and, and I said, We're from, I always say, this is my son, Max. We're from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And the first thing she said was, Shay106FM. Whoa. And I'm like, what, what, why did you say that? She goes, that's my voice. I'm the girl who says on the radio, Shay106FM. That's like, crazy. Wow. She remembers like, it too. Yeah, like she does. She like did I say she's also Wonder Woman? Like she yeah. does so much. Like if you look at her IMDb listing, she's a very busy one.
2: Well, and I think when you're doing radio spots like that, you just sit in a booth for six hours and, and go. do a whole yeah. bunch of them. Ottawa, Toronto, yeah. Montreal, Boston. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah,
1: and then you're also on the Ghost and Star Wars. Yeah. Ghost. Like I was really impressed, and I I haven't listened to Shada One of Six. I keep meaning to put it on, but I got better things to do. Like, <laughs> no, I want to hear her voice. I want to hear her voice. Man, she dresses well. YouTube it. You probably YouTube that. Oh, probably. Yeah, probably. radio. I don't know what radio. You don't have is. to play it on this bus No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never listen, but I'll, I'll find it. I keep wanting to play it for Max too. Anyway, that's the that's the one degree of separation between Otto and Star Wars, which was new to me, and I like telling my Star Wars buddies that because. Well, I could. I could just think.
2: Speak up about another one-degree separation is a high school classmate of mine. His name's Kevin Martell, and he worked on the prequel trilogy. And almost like, you know, you hear stories of, like, an athlete being pulled out of out of high school or college yeah. to go to the, the big leagues. He was at Sheridan College for Animation and never graduated because they pulled him out because he wow. was so talented. So he worked on—it's a funny resume—but he worked on Jar Jar in Phantom Menace. Cool. And he must have been a kid. He must have been, like, 20 or something. And then he worked on Yoda— in clones wow and General Grievous, if I remember correctly, in Revenge of the Sith, and he's also worked on Hulk with Ang Lee, and he has funny stories about that. And he's worked on. He's an Ottawa kid. He's an Ottawa kid, wow. and has lived in Marin County for wow. since like 1998 or something like that. So, so that's a is he still out there. Is he he's still, still out there. there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he actually. What funny is he just got his man like 25 year or something like that for working for so long with us. 20 years maybe. They've even retconned their thank yous at Lucasfilm Disney so instead of getting a little gold statue with 3 P on it yeah. it's a gold statue congratulations from the Disney Studio family and it's the Lion King and I sent him a message and I'm like that's so weird because you didn't work on yeah. Disney cartoons for the past nineteen years. You yeah. worked on all the Lucasfilm stuff. Yeah. But they've even retconned their thank yous. So now right. it's all under the Disney umbrella. Right. But yes, he's worked on all that stuff for, for and, and he's Have you ever been? Have you ever seen him? No, I, I gotta go. It's a good excuse to go visit. Yeah. And he, they did a, a sketch where Conan O'Brien visited Lucasfilm. I remember that he, he's he in did, that.
1: He knocked over the ad, didn't he? Yeah. He, so yeah. he's
2: in. So Kevin is in this thing, cool. chatting with Conan O'Brien. Oh, he's talked to. Him. He's yeah. on screen. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, but yeah, so that's. A, I'm sure there must be others, but that's a, a personal Ottawa connection that I know. Yeah,
1: from. I mean, uh, Pablo Dago's from Canada. Everybody's in the oh, yeah. prairies. Yeah, we, we met him. You we know, like we really wanted to meet him. Yeah, it was funny, you know. Like we were, in the, we were at the celebration. We, you, you know, there's Warwick, Warwick Davis. there's yeah. uh, Forrest Whitaker. There's Felicity Jones. Whoever, you know, the people on camera. Uh, on 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 camera. But I said Max, but the most important people at Lucasfilm is there's Pablo Dago. Yeah, and there's John Knoll and there's uh, uh, Matthew Wood. We had a nice chat with Matthew Wood, who's the, yeah. the sound engineer, and probably the greatest sound editor alive right now. Like No one trumps him, and he will be until he de- he's dead. The best sound uh,
2: editor and mixer alive. And he right? does fun things like voice General Grievous and stuff like he's that. He's also <laughs> the voice of
1: Roger in Freemaker Adventures. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> we went to the Freemaker Adventures panel, and we got
1: to see the first episode of the season too. And there was an Easter egg hunt. Man, Max had a good time. It was fun. It was probably one of the best weekends of my life. I, yeah. Really, it was really, it was really fun. But Matthew Wood, you know what Carabas means? Carabas so. is the Star Wars swear word. It's what Zeb says on the I top. didn't know that. Carabas. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I, I I said I said I was sleeping like the first night we got there I slept overnight on the floor. Ten p ten PM till five o'clock in the morning. And outside I said to my wife, bring Max at 5 o'clock. The door's open at 5, and I'll just let him in. And there was the lineup at 5 o'clock in the morning was three miles long. Oh, my God. There were 60,000 people outside. And I said, just bring him to the door. And I got him in in front of 60,000 people outside. We lined up. We did the 40th anniversary panel, which was amazing. We got out of that. We went downstairs, walked in, and Sideshow Collectibles had their booth. Oh, yeah. yeah, And Susan, who does the YouTube podcast, is there. And she gave Max a $500 sideshow collectible toy. And it's like, what? it's in Barhaven. amazing. It's in Barhaven. I can show you. The, it's the Jawa set. Yeah. And it says $500. the price tag. And she gave it to him for free. That's the wow. first thing that happened to us. When we walked in the door, when we went to see Matthew Wood, I would lined up and said, Max, when I slept over last night, was I was with the 501st battalion and we watched Rogue one and then we watched the Star Wars holiday special <laughs> I asked him to put it on because I, I know all the lines and like I was like, was it just you sleeping over yeah yeah I, they were at the hotel yeah I couldn't max is only 11 <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was actually it was I'm glad I did it because I got ahead of a three mile lineup right but my my ass is still healing itself. Yeah. My ass, like what's surrounding my sphincter, looks like <laughs> the top of Anakin Skywalker's head. <laughs> and the Emperor shakes back and takes his helmet off. No, it was just a concrete floor and it was just terrible. And, and it made me walk funny for the rest of Did the Did everyone week.
2: behave? No, no statue? Yeah, it was amazing. No. It was Geeks amazing. are always good with that. There's and then no they, like, like... And I, I talked to hot
1: chicks and you know and, and, but it was all Star Wars and it was, it was really like it was a really great vibe everyone was friends oh, yeah. and, and when we watched the Star Wars holiday special I knew all the lines and I knew a lot of the behind the scenes and it, it was fun for like maybe that the only five minutes the only or maybe 90 minutes of the time I was there I knew more about Star Wars than anyone else but the rest of it was you know it, yeah. it, was, it was pretty amazing being around all those people but I said to Max I was listening to Rogue One last night I kind of was trying to fall asleep and the laptop was behind my head and because I was just listening to it I heard Carabas. Oh, yeah. And I knew that there was a carabass in the movie, but Max and I could never find it. I'm like, Max, I found carabass last <laughs> said, Poe says it. You know, that the guy with the big mouth, the alien with the big mouth, and they're on the beach. And he goes, no, that's not, no, he doesn't say Carabas. He just goes, wah. He said, no, he says carabass. I put the subtitles on it. It said carabass. Yeah, And he still didn't believe me. And we were lined up to meet Matthew Wood, the sound mixer. Yeah. And I got there. I said, Matthew Wood, this is Max. We're from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Can you settle the debate for us? Yeah. Dude, does someone say Carabas in the Rogue One? He goes, Yeah, that's me. Uh, I'm Poe's voice. Carabas, he says. I'm like, and Max got red. Did he that guy Poe as well? Well, yeah, he plays the voice, like he just he's often putting his voice... He's yeah. often doing Stormtroopers
2: and, and yeah. all the battles. No, games. no, but I mean, there's a guy in Rogue One named Poe. Oh, oh, well,
1: there's Poe Dameron. Yeah. I don't think I'm saying his right name right. It's Pat. It might be it's, Pao. Okay, I was like, that's weird. Pao. No one ever says his name. It's like they yeah. only
2: gave him a name so they can sell a toy. Right, right, right. Anyway. The, the long tradition of Star Wars... <laughs> Like when when we were kids, it was Hammerhead and Walrus Man, and yes, exactly. And now they have real names. Yeah. they're not called the Hammerhead Walrus Snaggletooth. Those are like their racist
1: face. names. Those are like their like. Have you seen the Prune Face YouTube video? No. When you're your when your face is a prune, action goes boom. Prune face. It's a. Robot
2: chicken. Okay, yeah. Anyway,
1: let's talk about everything except for Star Wars for the rest of the show.
2: But except we have a Star Wars thing to talk about now. Oh, well, we do. <laughs> so, it's like... So, yeah. We'll so get this out of the way.
1: May 25th, 1977 is when Star Wars came out. Yeah. 40 years ago. So, this May 25th is the 40th birthday of Star Wars. That's the birthday. Of yeah. Star Wars. So, there's a movie that we... I just... I just confirmed, ago. As you oh. press record, called... Zero five twenty five seventy seven. 5 Yeah. May 5th. So it's a movie about these two kids who go see Star Wars and how it changed their life. And yeah. It looks great. I think it's all like, it's not just Star Wars, though. It's like their love of movies. On the poster, I think there's the monolith from 2001 and something Star Wars. I think even, no, the DeLorean can't be
2: on there. No, <laughs> but, but yeah, but it's very much like a nostalgic, the same way that, say, like, what American Graffiti was yes. for George Lucas, yes. this is for these filmmakers. Exactly. That's yeah. the best way to put it. And we've been trying to book it, for, I think, for two or three years. Forever, yeah. You,
1: would, you kept saying, Lee, got to get this movie. <laughs> and there's been trailers online after we finally finished it. And I think it's good timing, actually, Yeah. that now they have, it's coming out on BOD, I guess, in June. But on May 5th, 2017, 40 years after Star Wars came out, I guess there it is opening across many like movies, theaters, like the Mayfair across Canada yeah. and the United States we' showing it. So we're only showing it one night. One night only, unfortunately. But that's but... really the, probably the best way to celebrate Star Wars. Yeah, uh, birthday in Ottawa. Let's come see that movie here. I mean, hopefully, good. It looks great.
2: I'm gonna be oh, here yeah. for it. I'm out of town. Whenever uh, we do cool things like this, I'm. Ha- i a- in Halifax. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah, a movie I've been waiting to see for like four years, and I'm not gonna be here for it. So we'll have May the Fourth, which has become this like unofficial Star Wars Day, and then we'll have this as well. And it is it's people who aren't kind of in the know, which they have no reason to be will often ask us, oh, you are going to play Star Wars? And we can't because of the Disney vaults and the Lucasfilm vaults. It's a lot crazier than you think. Yeah. May the 4th, I have to drive to Montreal to go
1: to the Lego store to get the Lego Snowspeeder, which is coming out, which is the the, the latest premium Lego. It's incredible. They had it on display there. Max is making me get up and drive there because... He's like, it's gonna be sold out by noon. I bet you. <laughs> they don't hold. They won't hold it for you. But if I'm gonna get there when it opens, and it's this beautiful Lego set. Yeah. And then so there's May the fourth, and then there's 25th. May twenty fifth, and then in June, I think the second and last series of the Rogue One toys come out, and all the Lego. Yeah. And then there's Force Friday when all the the
2: last Brilliant. Jedi toys come out. Yeah. Yeah. This is all going to end. They're going to stop making these Never going to end. No. I, I just think it's cool. It's the same as we screened a documentary a little while ago about the the extras and the... What was that one called? About the extras on Star Wars. L-
1: all Street, ninety six. L- yeah. yeah.
2: So it's just cool to get some form of Star Wars on screen because... We can't otherwise. We have the option to play, you know, Superman from Warner Brothers, but we don't have the option to play a Star Wars film because Disney won't let us. And before that, Lucasfilm wouldn't let us. So, yeah, in some crazy alternate universe where Fox I'm bought out,
1: I'm surprised on May twenty fifth, no there won't be a screening anywhere. Yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised they did announce something, but because there is a new four K transfer of the original print of the yeah. film that Gareth Edwards watched, but I don't know if we'll ever get to see it. Maybe they'll anyway. Be just, yeah. What's the other thing we premiered? The dinner. It's so These some titles. <laughs> oh, that Star Wars movie. Yeah. <laughs> about George Lucas having dinner. With... <laughs> Andre Gregory. <laughs> <With Adam Bastard. laughs> and Andre Gregory,
0: dinner a Star Wars story, <laughs> and uh, who's the other guy? Wallace Shawn. Yeah,
1: it's I it, sometimes I call him Wallace because he has two Christian names, Wallace Shawn or
2: Sean Wallace, but right. I believe it's Wallace. Sean <laughs> Wallace. Wallace, that's a porn <laughs> story. <laughs> Zip. Well, the dinner again was booked. I think as I was bike riding here. Like, yeah, so. it's
3: funny.
1: Uh, I tried to book it uh, a month or two ago. From this company, Orchard Films, it's represented by Matt Matson Films. It's one of my favorite distributors. They're yeah. American. They didn't give it to me because they told me they were going to go wide at Cineplex. Right. So just as I was leaving here, I got an email... Cineplex, Cineplex fucked us, Lee. Cineplex uh, fucked us. Can you set the dinner next Friday? I'm like,
2: yeah, yeah. We could. It's, it's fascinating to me that, in a good next way... Next Friday.
0: What, okay, so what is, what is this movie?
1: It's Star... It's, uh, I just booked it because Chloe Samony is in it. Oh, and it's Steve, it. Steve Coogan. Yeah, him too. Steve uh, Coogan. But I'd Coogan. rather see her naked than him. Right, yes. And <laughs> I think you have seen him
2: naked in a movie. I think I have. But Coogan, we played a couple years ago, and I remember this because it was just when we went to the monthly... Or the, Sorry, the weekly programming Right. So it gave us the opportunity to, And there was a lot of people, some people who feared change And were like, no, yeah. I like the monthly program yeah. on my fridge And then we got the, the Alan trip. Cartridge movie And The Trip by, by... She was only 16 years old Yeah <laughs> And no, that's Sean Connery No,
1: that's not like Sean <laughs> am supposed to be Michael Caine like, Michael Caine Michael Caine Cain. She was only 16 years old I can't do it. <laughs> now Sometimes I don't know who like, you're doing. Do you remember that in the trip yeah, that yeah, they're trying yeah. to
2: do Michael Caden? <laughs> but those two films, both with Coogan, did crazy well, and it gave me something to point at when somebody said, oh, oh. I don't like the wiki programming, and I said, well, you're here on the third week of this Steve Coogan film, and that's why we still have it, is yeah. because of this. Yeah. And so... I think Mahdi is going down that path right well, now. Yeah. And again, it, and it's like, Obviously, we love playing the, the genre stuff, but if you look at the stuff that gets held over, it's, you know, I, I don't think there's anybody cosplaying as Manchester by the Sea. You know? <laughs> and, but we had that movie for two months, and then now Madi is, is, is a movie, is a small movie about a a biopic about a Canadian artist, and it, it's had 200, 300 people to screenings multiple nights in a row. Yeah so it's, uh, it's like 4 o'clock on a Monday yeah it doesn't make sense so it's getting it's probably getting better numbers than the senators Fast and the Furious <laughs> is getting down the street <laughs> you know it's,
1: it's better, than, better than Rogue One did here y- yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's what I always point out I, I haven't like, seen it yet I like Sally Hawkins though
2: yeah I gotta, I gotta come see it I gotta come see it uh, and your best friend Ethan Hawke no yeah <laughs> Well, there's an interesting kind of real-life tie into it in that it's a Nova Scotia story, but they filmed it in Newfoundland because Nova Scotia screwed their film industry by taking away their tax cut. Oh. And the film industry called their bluff and went, well, okay, we're just going to go film elsewhere. So it's this movie that is firmly a Nova Scotia story, but they didn't film it there even a little but bit. But it's not set in Newfoundland. No, no, it's set in Nova Scotia. So they had to film it in Newfoundland because oh. that's the closest place. But So Newfoundland's happy with it, I'm sure. But Where was Weirdos shot was that, that was, well, that or, or was new, set in Nova Scotia. Right. I don't know if it was shot. I yet. wouldn't be surprised if it was shot other new places Finland. in Canada I that just, looked Nova Scotia-y. I just
1: talked to Stephen McCaddy and I said, oh, I saw Weirdos. I saw you in Weirdos. And he goes, oh, yeah, how was it? I don't think he remembers being... <laughs> <laughs> well, it was shot a few years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, me- yeah, I remember We the distributor wanted a book it like, like yeah. over a year ago. And I... And, and, I passed on it because we did a this new Bruce, Bruce McDonald, McDonald festival that no one came to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I love, you know, I do like some of the love some of those movies. And Le- Weirdos is great. Weirdos is one yeah, of it's... the best ones I've
2: seen this year so far. Yeah.
1: I put it up there with Patterson.
0: And yeah.
2: Personal shopper. Well, that last one was, maybe not his last, what was the kind of zombie-esque one, but it was like over the
1: radio? Train to Bassan. Oh, Pontypool. Yeah, Pontypool. Yeah. yeah. I really Panty- like Pontypool. He was just showing that, he told me, Stephen told me he was in, uh... Calgary Underground Film Festival, and they were showing. He was there with Bruce McDonald showing Pontypool. Yeah. Pontypool was shot at the same time as Smash Cut, but we started it a week earlier. So Smash Cut is the first film shot in Canada on the red camera. Okay, but Pontypool got released just before ours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got into a fight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you and McDonald have to like arm wrestle over the. Uh... I like
1: Pontypool. Bruce McDonald's awesome. I, I met. Him, I went to. I had dinner with him once recently. Actually, yeah. it was great. He's awesome. I like
2: him because a lot of, like a lot of any filmmaker nowadays, not just Canadian, you look at their resume, and it's so interesting that he's like this weird indie movie, and then Degrassi High. You know, yeah, like, like that's right. Jumping back and forth that's in, right. into like the TV day job stuff, and then his personal projects. Well, even Adam,
0: Adam McGoyan did episodes of that Friday the 13th series. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because and, he's a whore. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock presents. Yeah, that's right. The Canadian one, not the American. I was one.
1: thinking about that the other day. Why he got involved and what happened in someone's career. Yeah, that's crazy. I'd like to. I'd like to have those on DVD or something. I'd like to watch them. I, I don't think I've ever seen his Friday Thirteenth episodes, but I know he's done it.
0: Yeah. It? Well, he, he, talked about, he, talk,
1: movie. he talked
0: about about them when yeah. we we saw him. That's crazy. Should we talk about Jonathan Demi? Yeah,
2: Jonathan Demi. What you know, I said online was just. One of my favorite movie well, we nights should. ever at the Mayfair was Stop Making Sense, which was, what was it, the 25th anniversary we screened it or something like that? Yeah. It was just a really great, fun night. Everyone was into it, and, and I could watch that movie over and over again. Well,
0: he's an it. important filmmaker because his first, what was his first movie? It was a women-in-prison yes. movie. Caged Heat. Caged Heat. Yeah.
1: And then, that's a good reason for what we're showing this weekend, maybe. Seven Cinema. Eight, that's too much of a hint. <laughs> yeah. We're not showing a job the Demi movie. No, no, no. Caged Heat. Yeah. I mean, I, I I, only really like Silence of the Lambs. I'm not big on... You don't anger. like Something Wild? Well, I like Something Wild. Yeah, I think they're. I think it's fine. It's a first yeah. choice movie for me. <laughs> and Melanie Griffith's boobies. You get to see Yeah, thing. Yeah. But other than that, I don't like Melanie Griffith. Everyone like I remember I knew this guy this musician he loved Cherry Two Thousand was his favorite movie right? or Body Double but Bo- I like Body Double Body Double I like Body Double but I don't like her in it no? as much as I like it I don't like her in it I was telling someone the other day I like one of my favorite Ridley Scott movies is Hannibal and I know I'm wrong about this everyone hates right. Hannibal no I'm but okay, one of my Hannibal. favorite Ridley yeah. Scott movies is Hannibal but I I think it's Julianne Moore's worst performance right as much as I like it she, and I like her well because yeah. she's playing Jodie Foster which is Claire you know, Starlin. yeah, yeah. Um, it, who's in Carol is Carol. Girls care Kate Blanchett and Rudy Mara. Yeah, not Julian Moore. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I was gonna say something. I love Carol. But that's completely off topic. Well, what we're Jonathan, talking about anyway. That's not, that's not a Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan Debbie's dead. dead. We've learned not well, to I'm, pay
2: tribute to people on the podcast because <laughs> Lee doesn't like anybody.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I do like. John, well, I like. I love Silence of the Lands. It's just great. I and mean, when I read that he passed, I had to read it again because I didn't believe it. I had to go jump, check elsewhere because I didn't know he had cancer. He was. He wasn't. He was like. What is it? I thought he was He's sixty-eight, but someone told me he was seventy. Again, his early seventies. But that's still young. Oh yeah, so he just worried. had a movie
0: out. He just he he just had a movie at TIFF this year. I think it's a he did a lot of documentaries, right? Like yeah. Neil Young and right. right. He just did a Justin Timberlake documentary. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, I'll watch that.
1: <laughs> did John, John Waters will be there in the front row. Yeah, with yeah. his pants around his ankles. <laughs> um, John Waters
0: is in something wild.
1: John Waters is in something
0: wild. Yeah. Really. He remember. plays, a, he has a cameo as a oh. Car salesman.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember Silence of the Lambs is a rarity of something winning all the Oscars that probably well, a lot of people not, yeah. go, Yeah, that's right. You know, like so, so often, people something wins the Oscars and it's like crash. You know, people are like, yeah. Oh, what happened what there? We, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I guess like Silence of the Lambs did what One Flew the Cuckoo's Nest did. Won yeah, all the, won the won top everything. Oscars. Yeah. And movies like that don't normally win Oscars. Right. Sounds of the Land. Yeah. Like of, yeah. Yeah. Movies of Charles Napier never went off. <laughs> <laughs> like and Charles, Charles
0: Napier's in like all of Jonathan yeah. Debbie's movies.
1: Is Roger is Roger Corman also in Sounds of the Land? Yeah.
0: He was one of these directors who cast a lot of the same people in bit roles. So Charles Napier's yes. in all of his
1: movies, Roger yeah. Corman's in all he's of his movies. He's got a good bit of Silence of the Lambs, so he's yeah. in the elevator. Gets killed. Uh, G- George Romero's in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. I really like the opening. I like the font at the beginning of Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, the black. Running. Yeah, the, it's like black with the by white. Yeah. It's port- it's the Poltergeist port- font. Yeah. I love that font in movies. Poltergeist, Silence of the Lambs. So she's jogging through the woods. And then Scott, is it Scott Glenn? Is Jason yeah. Glenn? I don't think I'd like that. No, but Sound of is stellar. And it's like, it really holds up. Like, if you watch it today... I haven't seen it. while I have the Blu-ray, but I've got to watch it
0: again. It's it's really good. It feels
2: like it was made yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being a, a horror kid reading, like, Fangora magazine and stuff like that. And it was one of those movies where the distributor, or the studio, went out of their way to be like, no, it's not a horror film, it's a thriller. And I remember there being that nerd controversy being like, no, it's a horror film. And, and I think <laughs> yeah. the same thing happened with Exorcist years yeah. before that. Of, yeah. of You know, it's, it's got a cannibal in it, it's got gore in it, it's got so I would say it's a horror film, but... At the time, especially, they didn't want that tag because everything was Freddie and Jason and those kind of movies don't win Oscars. So.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a conversation I have with Steve McKenna again. I, I wasn't on the phone a long time with him either, but we were talking about that. I told him that uh, because he'd just finished filming the new Darren, Darren I can't say his name, Aronofsky. Darren, Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky's film in Montreal. And I said, oh, that's funny, Stephen. I just watched, like I stayed up late and watched The Wrestler and Black Swan. And he's right. like, why did you do that? And it's like, because they were one script. And I'm often in conversations at Shielisian with people saying, what's a better film? Is, is The Wrestler a better film than, than Black Swan or Swan? Well, Black Swan better than The Wrestler? And he goes, well, what do you think? And he was really interested. And, I, and I, I liked that kind of engagement from him. So I said, well, I think, I don't know if this makes sense to you. I think The Wrestler is a better movie, but Black Swan's a better film. Ooh. And he said, "Oh, I know what you mean." <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we were going on about how Black is really a horror, film, but it's not dressed up like a horror film. But yeah. it, is. it turns into a horror. Film. Yeah. And, when, and then we and then I started talking about other, like *Personal Shopper* is a horror film, but mm-hmm. you wouldn't you wouldn't know. know it. And there's something. And then I was talking to Phil about this too. And there's one other film that came out recently that is a horror film. But you wouldn't know it. Black Swan is... Ben Wheatley's first movie, Kill List. Right. Oh, I love Kill List.
0: Yeah. Turns into a horror movie at the end. At first, yeah. you, you think it's just about these two hitmen, and then it takes yeah, this 180. Deliverance. But no one calls that a horror film, but it kind of yeah, is. is. It is. Yeah.
1: Well, there's just so much sodomy in that movie. It's <laughs> hard to define it with genre. Oh,
2: poor Ned Beatty. We don't think we've said the word sodomy on the show yet. Oh, no, it, it. must be in there somewhere. <laughs> I remember seeing Deliverance when I was younger, and and I I had known what just old enough to know what happens in it. You know, I was like thirteen or something like that, and I didn't realize that Burt Reynolds was like this amazing muscly action hero yeah. guy because I kind of knew him from you know slapping around Dom DeLuise, <laughs> and so like, you see that you're like wow he was you, you kind of forget that he was he was
1: he was, he was Brando
2: yeah he's like Brando in that movie but Brando hated him
1: yes. <laughs> well, Brando was a difficult sort of guy. Yeah, Brando. yeah. I remember working at Wesco's Video, you uh, know, out in New Orleans, and every weekend, you know, it would be busy, and the same movies would go out every weekend. You could count on someone coming in. and, Do you have the original Terminator? You know, do you have Star Wars, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, or Monty Python's Jabberwocky? I you know, always slap someone. Monty Python's yeah. not a joke. Yeah, but. <laughs> But Deliverance was one of those movies. On more than one occasion, a father would come in with his son. He's like, I want to show my son Deliverance. Yeah. And I thought, oh my God. <laughs> I don't think I'd show my son Deliverance. I love, I'd i love to. I mean, I, I, it's like Paddle of the Sea was at the Town last uh, yeah. Monday. And uh, I like canoeing movies. Yeah. <laughs> and I do really like Deliverance uh, up until the Sodom. I mean, I love the it's whole movie. It's terrifying, though, yeah. But I love all the, like, it's so fun for, like, 45 minutes. It's yeah. such a fun, like, the, like Deer Hunter. It's yeah. so fun before he goes to Vietnam. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you love those characters. You want to be in the canoe with Burt Reynolds and Ned Beattie, or you want to be out in the woods with Robert De Niro and uh, Ned Beattie. No, uh, Christopher Rockin. Deer Hunter, Deer Hunter. Oh, I'm yeah. going back to Deer Hunter. And they're so fun. And sometimes I'll I'll stop it once it gets to Vietnam and and, and we'll stop just stop it. Again. Yeah, yeah It was fun. It's, it's, just a, short <laughs> it's a short. Oh, thing. I
0: heard this story about Deer Hunter where somebody I forget who it was. They rented the VHS of Deer Hunter. Did I tell you this? I, and they watched the second tape yeah. first. And uh, she didn't. I guess it, it was somebody. She didn't realize the tapes were out of order. So she watched oh, the second the, movie oh, really? fir- it's two tapes, right yeah. so she watched the second tape first and then the first tape second, and she thought that and then somebody that. And, and then somebody told her, no you you didn't watch it, you watched the, the second tape first, and so she watched it a second time in the proper order, yeah. and then she said, "I liked it better <laughs> <laughs> out of order well, it's a the, better film, but
1: you get, you missed the greatest transition in, in film yeah. history. To me, I, you know, everyone says the greatest transition is is 2001: uh, A Space Odyssey when the monkey throws the bone in the yeah. air and the and turns into a rocket ship. Actually, the film we're showing this Saturday night for Saturday night Cinema has one of my favorite transition shots. I would say it's up there in the top three. Yeah. So this film we're showing Saturday night has one. 2001: A Space Odyssey, but Deer Hunter when they're in the bar and they're at the piano and, and you're playing, they just cut their deer and it cuts to Vietnam and the big explosion in the woods. Yeah. That's my favorite transition. You should watch it out of order. I thought you were going to tell me that when when I, I remember when I was in high school, Deer Hunter and VHS came out. It was two tapes. Yeah. And I went to Jumbo Video and I bought it. I had an extra $20 on me for some reason. I, I'm going to buy the Deer Hunter. I love that movie. So I brought home Deer Hunter and I watched it that night. And I opened and took the plastic. It wasn't previously viewed. It took the And it said Warner Brothers stamp was on the plastic. And then you have to crack the, the, crack the little seal, the Warner Brothers seal. Pulled them out. The box smelled good, like they just came up with the printer. Put in Deer Hunter, tape one, laughed, put in part two, cried. And the end credits were rolling. It was before I had a laptop. I don't know what I was doing, but I had left it on. Yeah. And the end credits finished, and I didn't press stop because I was doing something. And then the snow came. Right. You know, like the the, the tape ended, recording it. And then the snow rolled up, and it was the end of... Jason takes Manhattan. What? (laughs) And Jason was killing teenagers on a... Ferryboat boat in Manhattan. I'm like, yeah. they fucking taped over <laughs> Jason in Manhattan for Deer Hunter? Like, that's so, like, I felt like I wasted my money. They were, ta- I remember when we went to Mexico and we were making those, the wrestling movie, they were making that wrestling documentary and everyone shooting the wrestling documentary, uh, sorry, for TV, they were using tapes, they were taping over old and I'm like, that's so cheap but I can't believe Universal, yeah, and that's Paramount, right? Paramount owns Like buying Jason, old. <laughs> and just taping them over and selling them as new I, should su- I still have it at home. It's I feel so crazy. crazy. It makes me more mad now thinking of it. Yeah, I remember thinking, that's so cheap. Because you buy those tapes, you know, it's re- I always recorded it off first choice on SLP. Right. The lower quality. But you buy these tapes and they're recorded on SLP. For like, you can, You buy those eight hour tapes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could fit four movies on one tape if I was yeah, lucky. Yeah, I used to do that too. Yeah. I used to always stop, though, at the end credits in the cast reach the top of the screen, that's when I'd stop and yeah. start recording the next movie just to get everything. And now, the, to me, that sounds sacrilege. Yeah. Now, to me,
2: like, the end credits are so important in a movie. But I was like, that's so cheap that Universal would do that. I worked at West Coast Video as well. And my favorite thing to do is we had a delivery thing where the lazy students at Carleton could yes. phone and say, yes. send no. us a movie. And so you'd pick up the phone and a lot of times they would that's say funny. what they wanted. Or, or But sometimes you would get some stoner... Kids sitting there at home and he'd be like, "Oh, I don't know, just send me whatever. Send me whatever." And I and I try to be nice at first. I'd be like, "Well, horror, comedy, anything yeah. is. Oh, just whatever." So we would be jerks and just send something just like you know the Power Rangers movie or Spice really? World, <laughs> and then we get a call half an hour later and they would say, "Did you work with Mark Chiron when all this happened?" Yes, I did. <laughs> and, and he'd say, like, they would say, "You send me Spice World." It's like you said to send anything. Well, we didn't think you'd send Spice World. <laughs> And then, and I swear, sometimes it would happen twice. They'd say, no, send me something else. What? Just something else. And we'd go like, okay, Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> and so then finally on the third time they would say, die hard, send us die hard. But just, it, it would happen over and over and over. And it was this fun little game we'd play yeah getting something at random and just sending I remember, it to
1: them. I remember being a Carleton University film s- studies student right, and hanging out in the uni center and seeing the West Coast video drop-off box. Yeah. I thought that was funny. <laughs> and I often see David go in there with a cigar in his mouth, <laughs> emptying and t- taking stuff. But that was crazy that he did that, though. That's pretty smart. I remember they did that in Orleans, that there was an, there's um, the Jean d'Arc off-ramp he put one of those boxes there, a concrete box, West Coast video drop box, so people I'd never rent heard movies. of those. I don't think anyone did it. No. He, so people come to West Coast, rent movies, and then Monday morning, get up, go to work, and on while you're getting on the Queensway, there's a yeah. like West Coast video drop box right there, you throw it's it so in and crazy. get right on. It's, it's like, yeah, David was changing everything. I remember the days when... You know, we'd only get a new release, and you put it alphabetically, or you put it at the top shelf so people saw it. And then he's like, "Let's get eight of sneakers came out." Yeah, let's get eight of sneakers. And then Blockbuster would put like a whole wall of like, but not before West Coast did it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
2: (laughs) and like when I talk about the video store days, I feel like I'm talking about 1898. Like it sounds so crazy, but that was less than 20 years ago that people were getting. I wish
1: I wish I could wake up tomorrow. And go to West Coast Video. I yeah. would love to. Or walk in the Jumbo Video and just yeah. like smell that popcorn and just, it's m- gone? feel that again. Yeah. I think I had a dream about something. Like, <laughs> wouldn't it be great to go back in time and just, I don't have to take anything. Yeah. <laughs> take anything. Just go back. I wish I had, like if I had the mind I have now in high school,
2: I'd probably be in jail. Well, even like <laughs> Blockbuster Entertainment was a company like Microsoft or Disney. Like it was enormous. Yes. And now it's gone. And I'm fascinated that Blockbuster didn't think up Netflix. Like, mm-hmm. how did that happen? They, I think they were cocky. They were like, ah, this is never going to end. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone thought it was going to work, yeah. And now they're all gone. Better yeah. for us. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, we, we're almost out of time. So let's yeah. talk about, <laughs> instead of talking about Blockbuster Video. Maudie. So we, we mentioned Mardi, uh A United Kingdom, another grown-up movie we have this week. Yeah. David Oyelowo. Is and it a 2016 movie or a 2017 hike. movie? I is it I think it's I think it's
1: well like it's it's a twenty seventeen really Yeah, it seems like an Oscar Bait kind of a movie. Yeah. yeah. But
2: so they've got a couple grown up movies. An interesting short film collection which you don't often have. That's tonight. That's tonight. So you're not going to listen at of time. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to get it up tonight. But I've mentioned this Born of Woman, which hopefully yeah. we'll get a good crowd for us from Fantasia. You think? Have people reacted to it all on Facebook? There's been some, but it's, it's always... I don't get jaded at all because we do get really good patrons and crowds, but yeah. sometimes you just can't tell. Yeah. A good example is Bad News Bears, where Bad News Bears, I had word out to a couple folks who were like, oh, I'm bringing a Little League team. Oh, I'm bringing this. I'm bringing that. And there was like 12 people... And you were one, and Max was one, and Ian was one. So it was, it was right. But it's I, so hard to get I, you the know buzz. What? I
1: should try to get you guys a quote because Mitch Davis put this compilation together. Right. Mitch Davis runs Fantasia. Yeah. And he thinks "Born a Woman" is the best p- compilation he's ever put together. Oh yeah. And he's never had more fun showing movies to short films to a crowd. Yeah. So I should we should, I think we should promote it one more time today. Yeah. I can try to find that Mitch Davis quote. Because uh, he's somebody... He's, cha- he's changed the world, I think, a little bit. He, you know, Fantasia. Oh, for sure. sure. So, yeah. If, if it's good enough for Mitch
2: Davis, everyone in Ottawa should come see it. Yeah. If you like extreme cinema, you know? If you like horror movies. Yeah. And then we have Kong Skull Island. I want to see... Because there's an interesting twist. And I think I've concluded that it's because music videos don't exist anymore. Where filmmakers used to get kind of poached from music videos. Mm-hmm. And now... Filmmakers do a little tiny movie, leap up right away into a Star Wars film or a Marvel film or whatever. Safety not guaranteed. Yeah, so this Burke. filmmaker did Kings of Summer, which I loved, which was That's a, a couple, couple years oh, yeah. ago. Yeah. And to go from that movie to yeah. King Kong. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And, and They're going to let Andrew direct it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How come Star I Wars episode. Have, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I want to do a Jurassic Park movie. Come on. And it's, it's got quite the cast. It's like John Goodman, John C. Riley, Samuel Jackson. Have you seen it yet? No, I'm coming to it's see good. it Saturday night. It's fun. Yeah. It's set in the 70s. Samuel Jackson is like a
0: Vietnam sergeant and yeah. he gets like his crew together. And he's and got a giant
2: King Kong. Yeah. Big King Kong. He's big. But and it's an interesting. So this week. we've got we're, no dick though. Where is King, <laughs> King Kong's dick? She's been knocking over battleships. And...
0: Oh, did you see that Saturday Night Live <laughs> sketch with King Kong? Where he's climbing the tower and in one apartment his erection <laughs> his erection is going through the That's sounded like so right. ere- it's in black and white. It's like uh, here's a deleted scene of King Kong. He's climbing the tower sure and they show that. this deleted scene where his erection is going through someone's apartment and it's Tracy Morgan and his wife and they're like, Oh, somebody's moving
1: furniture <laughs> and and their couch. Let's try and move it out of here. <laughs> wow, what was this? Oh,
3: the movie was coming out, like no, oh no, this was like ten years oh. ago or something.
1: I like it makes you think. Why would King Kong have an erection? I guess you be well because he's a, going after the woman. Well, if you have a beautiful woman in the palm of your hand. Yeah, yeah. then maybe that would be the case. Yeah. Yeah. And you're an ape.
2: <laughs> this weird. is for the audio commentary track <laughs> of King Kong. But it, it's 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 a week where we only have three movies, which I like because sometimes I, I have trouble catching yeah. up with movies when we yeah. have an embarrassment of riches. Uh-huh. Uh, so Madi's held over for second week and then what I always call a grown up film and then a big budget Hollywood monkey movie
1: yeah and then Saturday, and Saturday Cinema Saturday Cinema it's gonna be a little it's gonna be a little bit of sin and we yes. gotta bring the sin back to cinema mm. yes
2: yes yes and that's on Saturday so I'll, I'll post this this podcast today onto the internet so if folks listen to this on Friday the 28th or Saturday, the 29th of April, you'll still have time to come and check out Saturday Night Cinema. And if you miss that, it'll be back in a month with another cool thing. Hopefully, <laughs> running out, run out of ideas, running out of movies. <laughs> but yeah, so let's wrap that up for this week. We've successfully just talked about movies that are screening here enough. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, go visit our friends at House Atar. they just had their third anniversary. We had that podcast you can go back and listen to it where we chatted with a couple of the dudes from. House of Cards for the whole episode, which was fun. We'll do that again Didn't sometime. Do they like movies? Yeah, we talked about a lot of video game nerd movies, like Double Dragon and Mario Brothers Ooh, and was stuff. Blake? No, we ended up. I uh, chatted with Kevin and Mark, mm. uh, so we got to get it will be a whole different podcast if we do like Josh and Blake. Yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but uh, so go visit our friends at House of Cards. a movie last night. We'll be back next week to chat about some more movies and stuff. See you later. Thanks for having me. You're
3: always here. When the world is in trouble, when our future is in danger, we call upon one man. But when he's busy, he calls five girls. Columbia Pictures presents the Spice Girls.
1: All right, we're coming.
3: In their film debut, Victoria. Emma, Mel B, Jerry, and Mel C. They're ready for action. Go, power! They're dressed to kill. Ah, do you want that shaken or stirred? And thoroughly prepared for any encounter. Go! It's a story of love. I think with boys... You should be able to just wheel them in. Yeah, and order them like a pizza. Yeah, no cheese. Ah! Compassion. It is really too hot in here. I need a fan. Ah, that's ah. And misunderstanding. When the speeding ballon hits the wall. Ah! There's Christmas for the crows. What did he say? I haven't a clue. Hold Best more like it this January
1: would you like an hors no but oh,
3: I'll have one of these pie things make your choice oh I like the blonde one no 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 no. sporty rock your world Help! and spice up your life with the Spice Girls Spice World yeah but can they act? Um, blah 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 um, girl power feminism do you know what I mean?